Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I am so excited to share my next guest with you. She is known as the modern medium. Her mission is to make everyday magic the norm. She is insanely passionate about helping you unlock your soul you to live a more fulfilled life, discover your innate magic, and experience a method of healing through her traditional yet explorative background. For the past four years, she has developed her lifelong gifts into powerful techniques in order to serve the collective. For now, her work primarily focuses on psychic mediumship, energy clearings and healings, past life readings, spiritual mentorship, channeling, and hosting her podcast, Embody Your Soul. I am so excited to introduce and welcome Alexandra Shelley, the modern medium to the show. So nice to have you here. Oh, you know, it's so funny. I was like, God, I hope this intro like sounds good. It does. <laughs> I hope there are some typos in it. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Oh my gosh. Cardi, it is so amazing to be connected with you. And I have had so I've I've just, I've learned so much from just simply following your work and I just love connecting with other mediums. It's just so much fun. So thank you so, so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. And I can't wait to be on your show too. We're doing a podcast swap. Yes. Oh my God. We're here for it. We're so excited. (laughs) You know, what's so cool about the work that we do a lot, Alexandra, is that, you know, we are on a platform where we can you know, empower other people, support other people and create this networking environment that is loving and supportive. And I feel like it's this very fine balance of navigating this journey and realizing, you know, we're not the only person in the world that can bring healing and change and transformation and enlightenment to people that it requires a group a tribe of people to do that. And if we can support each other, it actually raises the vibration and helps the collective. Oh my gosh. Yes. I couldn't agree more. And I, the way I've looked at it too, is I'm like, you know what, just this is play. It's a tool. It's fun. And I mean, it's interesting because I have such talented girlfriends in this industry and they've gotten kind of worried. They're like, Oh, I don't know. Just should I be on social media? And it's like, guys, first of all, it's a tool, but the really beautiful thing about it is like, when you look at it as a tool that could be really fun and playful and just expressive, then you don't get so caught up in the weeds of it. But then it also forces you to not only have your content be so intentional for others, but then you create that intentional experience for yourself. Absolutely. And I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but you know, it's interesting because there's so many people that fall into the social media trap and they get all 
you know, stressed out about likes and follows and shares and saves. And you know what? You're spot on about this because on a previous episode with uh, Divine Soul Journey, Stephanie Jameson, we actually talked about it. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that social media is a tool. Don't look at it as a way of getting validation for yourself about your value and worth. Because if you do, you're going to be forever disappointed. And that confidence is going to be completely deflated. And if you're, I personally feel like if we're seeking social media out as a way of validating our talents and our abilities, we're going to fall short. And then that really kind of shines light to some areas within ourselves, in my opinion, that need healing. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, the only place we should be looking for, you know, assurance and confidence and love is within ourselves and within spirit. And then that's also where we have community. You know, I lean on my girlfriends so much for when I don't know about you. I wasn't expecting it because usually during retrograde, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm good. But this Aries (laughs) moon has brought up a lot and it really important blockages I really, really have honestly been putting off. And it was so interesting because one of my guides was like, you're so, you're now so used to being so hot, like high vibrational that being kind of processing through your human emotions is a little startling for you because now I'm, you know, Yeah. So anyways, I'm going through a lot of blockages and uncovering and it's so beautiful, but leaning on my girlfriends and like sending the voice notes and like getting those downloads and even just getting affirmations or like, does this a little crazy? (laughs) And then it's so nice to meet people like you and just learning from each other. Honestly, it's just a world of difference. Absolutely. And you know, what's so interesting is I know like in the beginning of my, I'll say unfoldment, when I was really getting ready to get serious about this, Mm -hmm. um, there were so many people that were like really curious about it and go, oh, is this like a fad, a novelty? Like, what are you doing? And then it was when I actually got into the spiritualist uh, ministry that I ended up having like friends drop like flies, like, oh no, what's she doing? Is she going off the rails? Like, no. And it was that I was just really finding myself and allowing spirit to guide. And it's interesting because those people that I thought were like my um, really close friends and and, and my peeps, you know, my people, um, they just started to naturally gravitate away. But it was so, and that was really, really hard for me. And I used to cry and cry. And I remember reading um, one of Silver Birch's books, who is a spirit guide for uh, Mm -hmm. Maurice Barbonell, and actually in several of his books, but I think it's the Spirit Speaks, his book. And he says, you know, mediumship is this lonely journey because it's about self-discovery. And then it's this like weeding of the garden. You're getting rid of, you know, things that don't serve you things that just are holding you back, things that you've outgrown, but maybe you're still holding on to. And Mm -hmm. that actually gave me a lot of comfort. And it was, you know, pretty, I'll say, honestly, it was really lonely, but then it was, it was necessary though. It was necessary. And I see that. And it's not that these people are bad people. They're not, I still love them. I send love to them, but yet the power of the spirit to be there and support us in those times where we're quiet and maybe feeling lonely. I think it really helps us as, um, you know, mediums to really develop that rapport with them. And then that trust in that friendship, you know, I call them my friends and they really, really are. I love them. Makes me teary eye every time I think about it. Um, because they're just, 
they're there through the good, the bad, the ugly, the thick, the thin, all of it. And then it's interesting how spirit then brings people into your life that are on the same wavelength, on the same vibe. You know what I mean? And then you can have, can I say that physical support, like from physical people? And it's mm-hmm. so important, like what you're talking about, having having your girls that you can count on and, and you know, bounce back off of. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, everything you're saying, I'm like, how do I even respond back to this? Because it's so like spot on. It's so, I'm so right there with you. And something that I have noticed is when a door has closed for me with a relationship, I, honestly, within the past year, it's been so crazy. I've actually met like my soul family, like remembrance of we have, this is not the first time we've known each other. Like, yeah. The door of love has closed, but then the other door opens and it's the love is tenfold. And it's interesting because there's times where I'm still grieving like a couple relationships. Like, again, I didn't, I didn't know this was a, this was a thing, but the whole coming out process as a medium, quite interesting. That flipped my world upside down. And I lost a beloved mentor of mine. I don't know if we'll ever talk again. And that has been like a process for me. That's been so interesting. But then what's so fascinating about that is the love tenfold and the mentorship Mm -hmm. I've received tenfold and support I've received has just been insurmountable. And honestly, I love, I love that you like also call spirit friends, because I think that's really important for people to know that that's also one of the things like I hope to be a part of in the process of making mediumship, like yeah, like you are studying and learning for the rest of your life. Like Mm -hmm. I will always be in classes and session forever. And in the most fun and joyful way though, like spirit is play and God is joy. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they are like, I call them like my homies. I'm like, guys, I need you right now. And there, I swear, it is so beautiful when you, again, you build that rapport because it also forces you to be in touch with your own soul, your own intuition and listen because you have a whole team guiding you. I remember literally last night, I was like, spirit, I'm feeling a little low and I really need you to show me the magic. And then within 30 minutes, like one of my guides comes to me and I start, so one of my, we'll get into it later, but one of my main things is like channeling and channel writing. And she just channels with me. She's like, everything's okay. Like you're good. And I got you. And it's just like tenfold. I swear, like the support is with you and it's only our human fear and emotions and doubt that think we're separated from them, but we're really not like they are always with us. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Like when you really, you know, started to have some of your early experiences with spirit when you understood like, wow, I actually am a medium. (laughs) So, so interesting. So for the longest time, I would say only like 20. So I'll get into that. But when I met my my mentor, Melissa Wallace, who's on my first podcast episode, and she was like, I got to teach you everything. That was in 2018. But I would say in like 2019, 2020, that's when I actually remembered and realized my very first experience was when I was four. So um, 
my parents are from New Zealand and we were in Lake Tarawera and my maternal grandmother and grandfather, they had a small little house on the lake, but they couldn't fit all of us kids. So they had a little trailer for us kids to sleep in. And I remember one afternoon I, you know, snuck in there for a nap and for a very long time, the way I would describe this feeling was, you know, it felt like every part of my body, even like my eyelashes felt like 300 pounds. And I just remember like this really warm golden light around me and seeing like fuzzy figures. But now that I've had, I have more of the vocabulary and honestly, it's so crazy. Like I'm, I'm only 27 and I'm, I'm now remembering so, so much, like almost everything. It's a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can now say that was my, well, first it was my first experience with spirit, at least what I remember, but it was a physical and literal representation of spirit showing me that my soul is more than my little body. And I felt every cell in me expanding with light. And I just remember seeing my ancestors. And so that was that. And I, yeah, I mean, I I don't need to get into it, but like, yeah, I saw all kinds of weird stuff as a kid, but the way I got through a lot of life and through a lot of traumas was just my naivety. Like it really protected me. And I was like, Oh, that's a funny looking person. Like I'm going to go to sleep now. Like, how did I do that? Yeah. Laughing now. And so anyways, life goes on. Life is interesting. And I just, I really was so naive for so much of my life. And then in 2018, my maternal grandmother died and it was October 18th and like midnight on the dot. I remember the week leading up to Halloween, it was a Monday. She did my first visitation and I thought my roommate Levi came home and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep now because my roommate's home, but he didn't. And it felt like and sounded like someone came home, like open the door, up the stairs, lights, fidgeting. Like I generally felt a warm presence. And I was like, that was my grandma. But then I was like, no way. Like, of course I'm still naive. Like I just could not even imagine. I'm like, that's crazy. But that was my first thought. And then all week, you know, I heard my name. I felt her weight and her presence on me. I was experiencing it all, but again, no idea. So naive. I was like, oh, my ears, that's weird. Like, yeah. And so then November 1st, uh, I got back from the gym and I took a shower. And then when I got out of the shower in the fog, no, in the condensation on the mirror, there was writing on the mirror. And it said, this was with my soul, with a little heart. And I just broke down because I was like, "That, that is her. There's no other way, which was, she needed to do it though, because I wouldn't have known otherwise. And so then I was at my internship that day and I'm like, how to talk to a spirit? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so then I asked my mom if she can come over because I'm going to read a letter out to my grandma and say, Hey grandma, I love you. I see you. I feel you, but X, Y, Z. And so I read this letter alongside my mom and I experience all of the classic sensations. My ears are ringing. I see like heat waves. Um, my head feels like a magnet. It's freezing. Like I just am experiencing everything. And I look over and I ask if she felt anything. And she was like, no, not really. And I'm like, mother, 
like, oh my God, like what is going on? And so then uh, mid-December is when I was connected to my beloved, amazing mentor, Melissa Wallace. And she was like, I have to teach you everything starting today. And I was like, cool. Sounds good. And I just did not know what to expect. But for four years, it was deep, deep healing, deep Mm -hmm. development and training and preparation. And then she was in 2019, 2020, she was like, you need to sit with your counsel and ask what is your life purpose? And I was like, all right, cool. And this was after years of, you know, again, doing all that work and sitting with spirit every day and just practicing. And also like just crazy medical ailments, like, you know, the, all the classic things that us spiritual, us spiritual practitioners go through in order to say yes. And my guides were like, you're meant to be a medium. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. And so then I started taking courses, uh, by some incredible teachers, uh, Susan Giesman, praise. She's such a queen, Lisa Williams, and just really kind of getting my feet wet with confidence and, you know, learning how to give readings and all that. And then in November of this year, my master guide, Ishmael, says it is time. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, it's time. Like you need to start practicing and being a medium now. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. So I made it real, at least for um, what I knew to do immediately. So, you know, I built a website and I started my, you know, I started just sharing my life, but I still had, a, I, I was, I used to be a copywriter for an advertising agency and I got like my first big girl job at like a really, um, I, I worked at the Los Angeles Times. I was like, oh my God, like I like, I did not expect my life to already be a medium yet. I was like, I have a whole career ahead of me. And so then anyways, I quit because we don't need to get into that, but you know, a little bit of toxicity, we're not here for it. And so then I manifest another job, but then I realized within that job, I'm like, this sucks. I am crying every single day. I'm having like mental breakdowns. It's only three weeks in. And I'm like, spirit, why am I here? I feel like an idiot. I should be a medium. And so then that's when I started receiving, and it was course, like everything is so, so divine. I was, I was reading signs, uh, by Laura Lynn Jackson for the first time. Great book. And that's when I go great book. I recommend to everyone. However, you know, advanced the medium or you've never heard of mediumship in your life. It is such an amazing book. And that's when I received my first sign from spirit or like first sign that I was like, Oh, that like, seriously, I have just been so <laughs> and, like blatant sign, I guess. And that I could like own and long story short, they were like, go to the beach. And usually in the morning I have my morning routine. I meditate. I have my tea. Like I can honestly stay inside all day because I'm just like jamming out with spirit. And I got to the beach and there was a massive rainbow. And I was like, okay, that, 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 that's my sign. And so that sign guided me while I was trying to understand why I was in this job to get out and I was being a chicken. I should have quit, but of course I got fired. What, what? And, um, then I've just 
I'm the kind of person I, I just go balls to the wall. I'm like, all right, like it's happening yesterday. Like I am just so going, going for it. So, you know, it's just been, you know, more courses, mm-hmm. more, more doing what I got to do. Lots of sitting with spirit, lots of, you know, like modern mystery school, just like sitting and doing the work, but then also building my business and then really cultivating my, my soul, honestly, my soul sisters, like sisters, I just, it, it was interesting. I, I haven't had a soul recognition until this, this year, I would say like, wait, I weirdly feel drawn to you and I don't know why, but I love you so much. But like, I only just met you like a week ago and it's just, I wouldn't know what I would do without them. And they've made me a better medium, a better friend, a better person, a better partner. And so, yeah, that was, that was a long story, but I am here now and I'm so happy and I'm so, so blessed. So let's get into talking about how one goes from working, you know, professionally, you know, in the, you know, I'll say corporate world to moving into doing mediumship, psychic mediumship full time. And do you maybe want to talk about some of those feelings a little bit that come up with you, you know, for you, what you experience? Because, you know, what I kind of really want to shed light on in this episode is that some people think that, oh, hey, I've got abilities. I'm a psychic medium. I'm going to, you know, go uh, set up shop or I'm going to get a uh, website and I'm going to make a ton of money off of this. And they don't realize actually what goes on behind the scenes besides just doing the work itself, bringing through spirit, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and, you know, it's more than a nine to five. So just, you want to talk us a little bit about like with some of your experiences with getting a business started up, you don't have to tell us like what you did, but just maybe share some of those experiences of like what it was like. Yes. Oh my gosh, Courtney. I'm so excited that you asked this question because I'm so excited to talk about this and it's so important. So honestly, I, when it comes to working a nine to five, I will say there are beautiful people that I have met and there are people that are doing amazing work in that world. And I, I have had killer opportunities and I have done some awesome work and I'm so, so blessed for it. And it also has, you know, I have taken the tools that I've learned into what I'm literally doing now with like marketing and brand building and even just people skills. But I think the first thing, I guess the first thing that comes to mind and it may not, it may sound kind of like, really is If you are feeling yourself wanting to lean more into this, really talk to your team. Be like, how do I even begin? How do I get started? And for me, but this is also, I'm biased. So maybe it may not resonate with everyone. But if you want to like start, being here for people and helping and healing others, I urge you to find a mentor, like honestly. And that is something I am offering in my services because too often I see, you know, I hear people getting like rocked and it's because they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand these beautiful basic tools that 
are, they're not learning to prioritize protecting their energy, cleansing their energy, and just even like boundaries and intention and rituals and how important that is. Because as much as this is so fun, like playful, amazing, and oh my gosh, like I... I couldn't, I, um, I look back and I'm like, how was I doing anything else? But at the same time, you need to take this so seriously. You are, you are tapping into a higher source of energy, which comes with a lot of respect. It comes with boundaries. It comes with also understanding you need to, not that you need to like, you know, know everything and anything because you, you need to know that you're going to be a student for the rest of your life. And you need to know that you have to be a devoted student for the rest of your life. And consistency is huge. So I would say, honestly, how I guess, I think like, I'm going to be kind of thinking out loud and also like walking through my process to try to unpack. But I would say, you know, I've known I have this gift and I was just, my, my Melissa was like, you need to sit with spirit every single day. So the fact that she urged me to sit with spirit every single day boosted my confidence. That just got me in a you know really good rhythm. It helped me heal. It helped me, you know, tap closer into my intuition, my soul. That's my podcast is called embody your soul, because that's where I feel like I truly am. And I'm so passionate about helping others embody their soul. Yes. And so you know, I think just going through life and taking the steps that you need to take, even if you're not sure of the second step, just taking a step and then, okay. So, you know, got these jobs and I I needed to have those jobs. So I think that's the main thing is people want to know the answer now, But something I learned in one of my most important books, uh, Oneness by Rasha, she said, you can be connected to all the angels, all the guides, God, whoever, and you're not going to have the answers, but they are here to guide you closer to your soul. And that was such a big learning lesson for me because I was like, I'm a medium. I'm going to know everything. Why? (laughs) No, 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 you guys. I, we are, we are naive for the rest of our life. We are students forever. And so building that muscle, building that consistency and building that relationship helps guide you more into that timeline of your soul alignment. Because honestly, we have multiple timelines. We have multiple possibilities. And that's because we need to make the decision that aligns with their decision, that aligns with that decision, that aligns with the environment. And if those things don't line up, then we're going to go in a different timeline. And doesn't mean we're not going to get to where we're meant to be. It's just That's why it's so, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Is that why, that's why it is so important for us to unify as a collective. So our timeline can be soul aligned and here for the higher good and the greatest good. So anyways, it just, it was just building that muscle with spirit and staying consistent and even showing up when I felt dumb and I showing up when I felt like, Oh, like I didn't even feel anything. Like, even though that's like my, my monkey mind, my, my human brain. And God, because the thing is, it's so different for everyone and like what they need. But what I had no idea, again, my beautiful 
naivety, I had saved up a really big chunk of money. And I didn't realize it until again, like maybe like November-ish, December, I was like, wait, I've saved up a lot of money. I could quit and I could support myself for a chunk of time. Yes. So when I realized that, I spirit was like, go, start, go. And that go for me was like, okay, guide me to where I need to go, who I need to meet, what I need to listen to, what I need to desire. Like I kind of did this surrender prayer that I actually, again, I still love her so much and she's doing amazing things in the world. I learned this from my former mentor, but it was like this surrender prayer of spirit, like every part of me guide me to what I need to do. So that was, you know, building a website that was, you know, just starting to talk about mediumship on my social media, getting acquainted with other mediums, following them, just kind of building my world and my yeah. environment. Like, okay. Cause only my close friends knew I was doing this. My family knew I was doing it. They were like supportive. And so then it was, Really then getting these clear, clear signs and being receptive that, okay, I am really meant to do this as my life work. And when you, it's getting those record scratch moments of, I'm not meant to be here and this isn't right. And really, really paying attention because the only reason why we stay in shitty jobs is of guilt, but guilt for who? Like guilt for who? I know. Isn't that weird? is the weirdest thing in the world and the way that they want you to feel guilty is just so icky so so like it was interesting because I technically manifested this job I was like I want higher pay I want it to be close by I want it to just be like an agency where it's like kind of no-brainer work as I make money and I can be a medium but that that wasn't gonna fly it was funny because they made it happen but they're like first of all be careful what you wish for Yes, exactly. Right. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like foot in my mouth. And also a huge learning lesson for me, honestly, it kind of, it really made sense until recently is, well, first of all, I had everything I needed. I had my website. I had my social media. I had my people. I had my mentors and I had my savings and I had a plan. So again, not that I knew what my second step was going to be, but I knew what my first step was going to be. So I urge you, even though like my, I've held on to this, like for, oh my God, for so many years, my mom said to me, you know, there's never a perfect time for anything. Never, you're never ready to be pregnant. You're never ready to get married. Like you're obviously ready, but like, there's there's never this perfect time in life. And you just have to go for it and say, yes, it's truly about when you know, in your soul's depths, like this is it. And I know it and I could describe that feeling, but I just want to empower your listeners because they're obviously intuitive and intelligent that they know that feeling. And so I obviously, but that's the thing, like, it was so funny because I was seeing rainbows like up the butt, like everywhere. And then it was so funny because I was like, spirit, can you give me uh, a seahorse to show me, is this the right decision? No joke. 30 minutes later, I was on TikTok 
Ooh, cool jewelry. Ooh, looking through the ring, seahorse ring. I was like, oh, like I still, what was I thinking? Got fired. Um, So that's when I knew I wasn't even sad about it. I was like, it's okay, guys. I'm not meant to be here. (laughs) Exactly. Because it sounds like, you know what? Like from what you're saying, you know, spirit recognizes and respects that we have free will. And so they let you go and do your thing until you fall flat on your butt. And then they go, are you ready now? Yep. Are you ready to surrender? Are you ready Mm -hmm. to take the lead? Are you ready to allow us to lead you to that which is for your best interest, your highest good, right? And so I actually chuckle when you say this, when you share the story, because I go, Spirit's just waiting for you to go, okay, Alexander, are you ready now (laughs) to go do the work and go for it, right? But Mm -hmm. there's so many valuable lessons that happen within those experiences, even, you know, from, you know, getting fired or whatever, there's lessons in all of it. And if anything, it's to surrender more and more. And what I really like about what you're sharing, you know, when it comes to spiritual entrepreneurship is because a lot of people will go, okay, so what do I need to do? And they expect it to be a checklist. Here's the thing, everybody, there is no checklist. How Alexandra has gone and started up her business, how I have started and gone and, you know, done my business and created it and to make it successful has by following spirit's guidance. There is no manual. There isn't get a website, get a business phone number, get a social Mm -hmm. media account, do this, use these hashtags, offer these services. This is the wording you use. This is all the branding information you need. Like all of that naturally unfolds. And even when I look back from when I started my business, like doing it professionally seven years ago, I go from starting that professionally instead of just reading for like friends and people I knew to now, I just look at how much it's evolved, but it's evolved because spirit has guided. And then I've listened. So for those of you that are thinking like, hey, I'm ready to do this work. How do I get started? Here's the thing, before you do anything, sit with spirit and ask them for the yes. guidance. Oh my God. And the thing is, is like, you have to be okay with how you get there. Yes. And something I learned, and that this is the thing, is this, like, this situation for someone works better for them, but it didn't for me. And I'll describe, it'll make sense why. So as you could tell, high energy, I'm ADHD. I'm like, this is going to happen yesterday. I want it <laughs> yesterday. Like I, I'm a go-getter and I can multitask in my sleep. I probably do. That's probably why I have the craziest change in the world. And I'm like, who you and I, I are so, we're so much alike in that way. Oh my God. <laughs> So I'm used to having this and this and this, because actually this embody your soul is not my first podcast. I had a podcast about books. Books are my unbelievable obsession. I, I live in a library, but spirit was like my, my Hungarian gorgeous. Oh my God. I have a little, a a little mini altar with my computer. This is my gorgeous grandma. She's actually, she was my age at this picture, but she's one of my spirit guys. She was like, what are you doing? Focus. 
enough. And I was like, but, but, but she's like, no, enough focus. I was like, okay. So it was not even that long ago where I actually started. It was June where I was like, I am only focusing on mediumship. And then I was like, well, should I get another job, a part-time job? And like, I'm freaking out you know, because I'm living off my savings and I, you know, like I want to be successful. And that's a whole other thing where it's, you know, tied with proving myself and everything. And for the, like, I had a pep talk with spirit like a month ago and I was like, spirit, like savings, you know, like getting lower. I'm doing my thing. Like, okay. Like, give me the word. Like, do I, and they keep telling me, like, I don't know how you, like, I, like you use your body as like a pendulum with like, yes or no, but spirit shakes my head or nods it for like, yes or no. And every time I'm like job, they're like, nope. I'm like part-time job. Nope. Anything else? Nope. I'm like, are you sure? And then they were finally like, listen, you can get any job you want. You can multitask with your eyes closed, with your hands tied behind your back, but you need to be patient. You need to put everything you have into this and focus. And I'm like, all right, because I've had people and friends be like, well, when are you going to part-time job? But then honestly, my body's like, like, I can't imagine focusing anything else, focusing on anything else besides this. So for me, that is my lesson. Like for you, like, as in you, the listener, if you needing a part-time job is your thing, then you need to do what you need to do and trust spirit. Say yes to spirit because they're not lying to you. They're not going to misguide you. It is us that are going to, we're, we're the ones that make mistakes. So Absolutely. for me, this has been a huge lesson where I'm like, I need to put everything I have into this because this is my life. This is my this is how I'm going to serve and help people. Dog your book club. I'll, that will, it's not dead. I'll, I'll be, fo- also, I still read. I'm reading like three books right now. It's not that books are going to disappear. So yes. that was a huge lesson for me. And you know what? Here's the thing, listeners, is that just because you have abilities doesn't mean you have to go make a business out of it. You know, there's so many people that develop mediumship really for their own healing. And so they can connect with their loved ones. You know, not everybody is meant to do this professionally. And this isn't, and this isn't an ego uh, comment. This isn't, it's not intended that way, but it's just because you have abilities doesn't mean that you're meant to make a career out of it. Just like people can learn to play a musical instrument and doesn't mean they're going to join a band or start doing this professionally and doing concerts. It's another vocation. And, you know, there were, it was several years of me working full time and then doing readings at night and after work and then doing readings on the weekends until it got to a point I was having so many physical issues. I had to take mm-hmm. a leave of absence from work and then some things came up and I was pressured to come back. And my doctor said, Courtney, you're not ready to come back. And I go, and then I start panicking. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I've got a mortgage. I have kids. I have a car loan, car insurance, like all we, I'm a human too. I have all of these bills. What the hell am I going to do? Right. And spirit said, Courtney, it's time. What do you mean? It's time. It's time. And I made that leap. And you know, what's so interesting is that, um, bless spirit. I've not been out of work. 
I now do this full time and I'm lucky enough that I make as much as what I did when I was working full time and I was making good money. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I'm very, very grateful, but I always want to stay. I think it's important to everybody. It's like when we're doing this work, don't let money be the motivating factor. Because if you do, you will be disappointed and you will lose sight of why you started in the first place. Yes. You just yes. You will. And, you know, people, there's always this debate about, you know, how much should you charge for a reading or a service? And I look at it this way money's an energy. And we should be fairly compensated. You know, um, I don't think people should have to uh, remortgage their house or, you know, um, sell a child so they can have a reading. You know what I mean? Like to get all this money. And I mean that jokingly, guys. I do. I mean that jokingly. You know, like sell their left leg or sell a kid so they can go to a reading because the reader's like so expensive. No, but I do think that we should charge an appropriate amount. And what's really interesting is I talked about this with another medium um, on an episode that's actually going to be airing, uh, I think in a month or so. And we were talking about, you know, we have a lifestyle that we are accustomed to. And, you know, it's not about living beyond your means, but it's about making sure that you can still live while you're serving. And it's interesting because when I first started doing this, I was so, and I was working full time, I was so excited about serving and working with spirit and the validations I was getting from people. I loved it. And I wasn't charging a whole lot of money. And when I look back now, I think, oh my God, I was pretty much giving these readings away. But then I started to attract clients that were not in alignment with me. Mm. And I felt completely drained afterwards. And I'll say I had some interesting people come to my home for readings. I go, wow. And then I seen this article and it was captioned from a podcast episode, but it was put on social media. And it was about money is an exchange. And when you align yourself with that, you change what you attract. And so I did, I increased my rates and I'll tell you, I get the most beautiful clients that come to me and it is in alignment with my soul. And my rates are still really, really reasonable in comparison to a lot of other people, but yet my needs are met, but I'm also able to meet the needs of the client as well. And that are in alignment. So that's something to think about too, people. You know, like if you're doing a business, think about all of the money you spend on training, your books, like behind this privacy screen, I have a bookshelf of tons and like five tier bookshelf full of books. All the money that I've spent on books are thousands of dollars. I've spent, you know, thousands of dollars on all your training, you know, going going to England to train at the Arthur Finley College you know how much money it costs there and the money for workshops and development circles and, you know, all of the expenses that come with running a business and having people to help you. It's a lot of money. So why, why can't you be compensated accordingly? Yes. Oh, you know what my I mean? God. so much, so much. Yes. So two things, one of like, Absolutely. With the first comment of 
if you are a medium or have these abilities, that does not mean you don't, you have to do this professionally. That's the point of like when previously in my story, my medium was like, sit with your counsel and ask what you're meant to do with your gift. Like, Courtney was saying, you can be a drummer in a band and a mailman. You can be a teacher. You could be an Olympic athlete. It is what you are meant to do with these gifts. I simply either just your presence or a conversation, like conversations you spark. Like, honestly, it is, that's the most beautiful thing about this is that's where people get way too caught up is like, I have to like do this. And either it could just, your ego can get really, really slippery or yeah. it just gets overwhelming. And it's so funny. Three weeks ago, I went to a bachelorette party and a, f- a friend walked in um, of the bride. And I was like, why do I weirdly like that girl's the vibe? And she was like, uh, we were talking and she's like, Oh wait, you're embody your soul. Right. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm a medium. I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. And she's like, well, actually I now do like intuitive brand building for people. And I'm like, that's a great business. Like, yeah, you know, she's not she used to be a medium. She actually went so funny. She's like, yeah, I actually went to Arthur Finley for like two months. I was like, what? The, what? But that's the thing is like, she developed her gifts. She trained, but like she does branding and illustration and brand building. Like that does not, that does not scream medium, but it screams like empathy and intuition and guidance, which is yes. so beautiful. And with the compensation, I literally, I cannot like, Pray, like, I feel like praise is a weird word. Like I cannot celebrate that more because that was, that was a difficult, that was a big step for me too, where, yeah, that's a whole inner child thing with like, you know, money and business and the ancestral, you know, trauma I've kind of, you know, subconsciously taken on from my family and I love them dearly and I forgive them, but my friend, it was actually one of my dearest friends, Andrea, who's an incredibly talented shaman. She's like, Alexandra, think about like, you have devoted your life to this. Like the food you eat. I'm like, I, I was just at the farmer's market and I was just talking about on my story. I'm like, I got a little bit too much, but I'm willing to spend that extra money on that grass-fed, grass-finished beef, y'all. Like it is worth it because the food you eat, if your body is not the proper vessel for spirit, then we can't do our job. Yeah. This is only vessel we have. This is what spirit uses. We have to hear, see, smell, taste, like speak, like this is, we have, we have to, we have to consume good food and water. We have to think well, we have to be around good people. We have to live well. Like it is a life devotion, like honestly. And then the books, oh, the books, I cannot tell you how many, like how much money I spent on books. I have a stack in front of the computer, like no joke, like two feet high, like so many books and yes, the courses, oh my God, the court, but like, it's not that I'm like, oh, like you've all made me spend all this money on courses. I'm like, I will happily hand my money over to my teachers and to my mentors and yes. to seeing, and I am more than happy. And like, that's something I say to my, my boyfriend right now. I'm like, my money right now is rent, gas, food, and books and like knowledge. Like 
that's it's it's pretty it's simple right now but it's amazing and it's gorgeous but it's so i could be devoted to being the best medium possible and yeah like we're not dime store mediums like we are not thrown yeah. in some psychic shop like we are not like five dollars a minute but or what actually no that was a weird ratio but like you know those really weird websites that do that and you're like what yeah what? or the tv commercials <laughs> Wow, and it's crazy what you see out there. But we we are going to, yeah, like the whole um about attracting the clients that are meant for you and so aligned is so huge. And that was also a lesson I learned too, is like we cannot serve everyone as much as we want to serve everyone. Yes. And like my big squishy gummy bear human heart wants to be there for you. At the same time, I'm like, I I can't. And maybe later. And I, you know, I've had to turn away some clients because I'm like, I like, they, they don't even have, like, I had a client come to me and they're like, Oh, I only have like $4 in my bank account. I'm like, I like, I know that you are seeking help, but like it's, it's in divine time, but also you need your community right now. Like you, you can't like you need to focus on other things before you lean on someone for help. So, oh my gosh, like so much to say on that. So I hope that all made sense. I just kind of like went on. But went abso- on a absolutely. Tangent. Like <clears throat> as a, a psychic medium, we're in a position of healing and mediumship's all about healing. And I think when people want to start doing this full time, I think we've already talked about that. The first thing is Take time, connect with your spirit team and see if this is actually what is part of your soul contract. Is this actually part of what you're meant to do Mm -hmm. professionally? Or is it part of your soul discovery, learning about self, connecting with your spirit team, right? There's totally two different things there. And then if they say, yes, this is what you're meant to do, ask them, what step do I take next? Spirit's not going to tell you the full story and show you the huge picture because human mind gets in the way. And then sometimes we have a tendency to kind of muck things up. So what they're going to do is let you know what the next step is. That way you can be really fully present, learn everything you need to know, be focused on what you're supposed to do. Then the next step will be shown. The way will be shown. And this work with spirit is all about developing trust and you have to lean into them. And I see with a lot of people where they go astray or things don't turn out successfully is that they get so focused on building the business and making the money that they lose sight of, of that there's no mediumship without spirit. There's no mediumship without spirit. It is a partnership. It is a cooperation between the two worlds. Without them, without the spirit, mediumship doesn't work period. And I tell my students that all the time. So these are things for you as listeners to think about, to see where those words and this information finds its place of rest within you. And does it, you know, invoke questions within you? Does it make you curious? Does it give you confirmation of, you know what, this is what I need to do? Or you know what, I didn't think about this before, never even came to my mind. Go back and talk to spirit. When you're working with your team, 
they're going to let you know exactly what you need to do. I, you know, so many people go, I don't know what to do. Did you talk to spirit? Well, no. Well, no. Well, that's your, that's your, it's your problem. You haven't talked to spirit. Hello. (laughs) You know, don't, don't, don't keep them out of the equation. You cannot because then you're relying on your own efforts and well, that's just not going to work out so well. Oh. Keep spirit involved, everybody. Yes. Any yes. other tips or suggestions that you want to share about the business of being a spiritual entrepreneurial? Like for me, I think it is absolutely amazing and I love it and it's exhilarating, but I put in a lot more hours than nine to five. Oh, of course. You know, people don't think about like, you know, doing the readings, you know, you do three readings a day or whatever, right? I used to do a lot and then I burnt out and I realized we're not meant to do mediumship full time, like eight hours a day. Physically, we can't, we're not meant to do that. And I actually go hypoglycemic when I work. So I can't do any more than three readings a day, which is perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm working those three hours And then sitting in the power before the reading starts. But what about, you know, preparing all your content, your newsletters, your follow-up emails, all of that kind of stuff, podcast interviews, all sorts of things, creating events. And, you know, there's so much that people don't even think about. Any any thoughts that you or tips you want to share for people? Any final comments, Alexandra? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first of all, totally agree. And that was also like not that I didn't feel validated on that point, but you repeating that as like a successful medium was like, okay, that, cause that's how I honestly intentionally, like I sat with spirit and I channeled those prices and those services. And I couldn't, I, you can't deny those. I'm like, okay, like they're random numbers, but like, that's it. That's the number. But also I, I made it like those prices are the way they are. So then I can sustain myself because again, like you just said, we're not meant to like do eight hour days. Mm -hmm. Like physically it's, it is very, it's actually too much on our body, even though actually working with spirit and healing with spirit is incredibly regenerative. And we have so much, like I, I, after working with spirit, it's like anything's possible, honestly, but doing readings. That's a whole different ball game. It's not like you sitting in the light with yourself and your guides. And I'm not saying I'm like, Oh, like giving readings is hard. It's, it's, it's what I'm meant to do that. That's like the real, that is really the work of a medium, but we need to do so many other things as a business owner too. Like we are entrepreneurs, but also that's the joy of entrepreneurship. Like that is all the fun background stuff too. I mean, yeah, actually, well, some of it's not that fun. But the fun stuff, yes, like I would say, yes, spirit has to be involved 24-7. And also sometimes I used to be really down on myself. I'm like, did I even do enough work today? But that's that's like the feeling that you should have because you shouldn't feel like, yeah, like you could be like, wow, that was a big day. And like, yeah, I'm tired. But you shouldn't feel like, at least for me, I haven't felt drained from my days. Like 
in fact, I am actually like, wow, like I'm excited for this rest. Like I really deserve it, but what a beautiful day this was. Like, it just makes me even more excited to get up and like podcast and build content and share my message and do readings and, you know, build courses and things like that. Um, so honestly, aside from like making sure spirit is involved, honestly, every single step of the way, just listen, just freaking. this is the thing too. Intuition doesn't make sense in the moment. You're like, no, what? That doesn't make any sense because you don't have data and numbers and whatever to back it up. Just listen. It it's, it's so hard. It's easier said than done, but something, um, Oh God, the funniest medium ever. Um, God, what, her name's Stacy. She was like, spirit will either give you a feather or a two by four. It's like, yes. just take the feather. I know, I know a feather doesn't make a lot of sense in the moment and it's really quiet, but just take the feather. <laughs> Absolutely. You oh do. my God. It's interesting because, you know, you'll get to a place in your life and you're like, why are things not working? Why am I no longer happy at my job? Why is this not working out? Why do I keep getting this sign? Why do I keep having this message given to me? You know, could be just a random message, not even a mediumship message, but you know, someone said, have you ever thought about doing this before? Or you get, you know, messages through social media, uh, posts that you read or through books or articles you find. And it's this theme that keeps reappearing. And then that lets you know, okay, it's time to do something. But most importantly, take your time with this. Cultivate a relationship with yourself and the spirit world and see if this is even something you want to do professionally. You don't have to. Please don't think that because you have abilities, you need to quit your job and start doing this full time. You know, you can do this part time to supplement your income. And also mm-hmm. to even like pay for more training and courses that you're going to do. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to feel like you need to make a business out of this. And so I just want people to have that permission to know, like, if you're meant to do this, spirit will show you. But at the end of the day, you always have a choice whether or not you want to do this full time or not. And I think when we allow spirit to lead us and we follow the direction that we will, and provided our hearts and our intentions stay pure and of love and light, we will find success in this. I truly believe that. And the way will be shown, clients will come. You know, I just remember like, where are these people going to come from? Where are these people going to come from? I now have clients literally all over the world. The furthest place I've had, places I've had are Australia and India. And I go, what? I'm in Canada. You know, um, and and I just marvel at how the spirit world brings the right people to you, mm-hmm. and, and it's incredible. And it, it it's the most rewarding. It's a rewarding job to serve the world of spirit, and it requires a lot. And like you said earlier, Alexandra, it really does require devotion, because. You know, being a medium is not a nine to five job. You don't clock in or clock out. It's very much a lifestyle. And it is absolutely beautiful. And it is one that I think you are on the same page. Like it is devotion and it's an honor to work on behalf of spirit, to be their voice. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. So much what you said. Yeah. Honestly, 
that is something I talk about a lot and am so excited to even like teach and preach about further is yes, this is, this is a lifestyle and not that you're like, I, again, like you don't need to be a medium in order to have the medium lifestyle. And that's, that's why we exist to share these messages because this information shouldn't be gatekeeped, like simply doing and opening up with spirit that regardless if you like feel or if you don't, if nothing happens, simply you just getting quiet, like that, like that's the biggest thing is the intention. And also something about giving people permission that they don't need to be a medium. No joke. When I was feeling really stumped, I would call in my guides. I'm like, guys, help me write something. And they would help me write. Guys, you can like, you can, you can use them for freaking, where should I park? Like no joke. Like I do Costco parking, Costco parking every single time. People think I'm nuts. My husband just like shakes his head. But guess who gets the front door parking at Costco? This girl right here. This woman. Yes, you guys. Honestly, like spirit has got you. And it's just, I, there's just no, there's just life is just so good. It's just so much better when you just are close to your soul because then like when obstacles show up, you're not in resistance with it. You're like, I got this. I got this. You're not resisting life so much. Like you're with it. You're rolling with life. And like you, there's, there's magic in every single day, every single day. Absolutely. Alexandra, it has been so amazing to have you on the show. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about what you have coming up, how they can get in contact with you? Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I have had so much fun talking your ear off and like everyone else's. I just, this is just what I live for. So you guys can find me on TikTok and Instagram at the modern medium underscore. And then I have my podcast embody your soul. And then you can go onto my website, themodernmedium.co. And right now I currently have, you know, one-to-one psychic medium readings, past life readings, and energy healings and clearings. And I also have spiritual mentorships with tapping into your intuition and your gifts and your magic. And again, like this, like this conversation so timely with that is you don't have to want to be a medium. You don't have to, whatever. It's truly about like, getting closer to your soul and like making magic the norm. Like your magic is normal. Like this is life. And then, um, I have one day workshops coming out. I have courses coming out. So just stay tuned, but that is how you can, uh, how you guys can work with me and get connected. Fantastic. I will include all of that information in the show notes. You are welcome back anytime. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. (laughs) I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com 
or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys. Thank you.